0: Y'all hear me? Y'all hear me? Yay. All right, all right, all right, all right. The band is alive, baby. We strong. Welcome to the first episode of Fantasies in Session. I hope you got your lighters already. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Our goal here is going to be to uh, get the listeners as much information possible to take back to your league and crush it. You know what I'm saying? We're going to try to give y'all a little entertaining way to do it, too. You know what I mean? So welcome to a part of the movement. Y'all know the hashtag, Band Them Kickers. Let's Bandim get the
1: Fucking kickers.
0: Fuck the kickers. No <laughs> First off, let's just introduce ourselves. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Carlos.
1: Yo, it's Lowe's, you know, fantasy expert trying to be in training and shit. Um, but yeah, man, we here, bro. We've been like I said, fucking we've been talking about this for a long time. Been planning it out. And uh we finally here, man. So we just ready to give y'all some nice advice and uh maybe provide some laughs along the way.
2: Right. You already
0: you know. Just said to do the same. Provide some advice. Step y'all out. All right, for sure. For sure. It's me. It's Gabe. You know what I mean? I ain't got much to say, man. I just want to uh make sure y'all ban kickers, man. That's all I, If you still got kickers in your league, man, that, that shit is so boring, bro. bro. That shit is so gross, bro. It's so oh crazy, God. too, man,
1: because, you know, you we got one league that mean like Gabe just joined this year. You know, that's the OG league. And I swear, bro, I've been trying to, like, tell it, get them to switch up the lineups and everything for years, bro. And, like, they just are like dinosaurs, bro. Like, I with them. They're good people. But it's like, damn, bro, they just don't want to evolve, bro.
0: 2019,
1: man. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, ain't nothing wrong with kickers. I just look at it like this. You got one player left, man. Would you rather have, let's say, uh, who's a good flex option, like a Christian Kirk or Dan Bailey? You know what I mean? Like, who, who are you going to be more excited to, to cheer for if you got a lat, you know, your last player going? I would, be, I would be more happy to see Albert Wilson. Than what? What?
2: <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs>
0: Wait, what? If you give me Albert Wilson in the 15th round, bro, I'm cool, bro. I'll take Kyle check over that nigga. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Let's, uh Let's get, let's get us start with some news. Uh, how y'all feel about the Tyreek Hill thing? He had an uh, all day meeting. I think oh, he no, was yesterday. They say the boy, got goddamn, I mean, he was there eight hours. But I said, damn, that did he get
2: wild, two bro. 15s in <laughs> <and> a lunch? <laughs> <I'm> a <total laughs> at him, boy. Man, so, man, you man. far, how, many,
1: how many days you, you got? to go get suspended,
2: man. Yeah, go how, ahead, many, do how many how many <laughs> weeks? The whole season. Nah, he might get by eight, ten, 8 to ten. That's my range at least eight. So I
1: think, so think he's getting at least,
2: I'll say at least But you got to think about it. Uh, Peterson got suspended, so, you know. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think it's just the fact that he got, like, history too. He ain't like, just his first offense. Like, he had red flags coming into the league. So, even though he ain't getting, like, you no know, criminal charge, like, they already came out and said it ain't no case on it no more. Like, it's closed. Like, we already know that Roger Goodell can do whatever the hell he want, bro. So, he definitely going to get some type of suspension, man.
0: Yeah, man. I feel like, I feel like anything under eight games or anything under like indefinitely really to me, but I know it's the NFL and it's a, it's a crazy world we living in. So anything like under like eight games is like, that's a travesty, bro. Yeah. But I, I ain't trying to spend too much more time on that. You know what I'm saying?
1: But you when think the guy, ball, 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 ball. Ball, you think he, oh, you said eight games. You said eight I games. Said, anything under
0: eight is a tragedy.
1: True. But you know what I'm saying? But real quick, though, where would you take him, though, if it was eight games? Like, uh, where would you be comfortable taking him in redraft? Nowhere. Nowhere. I'm oh,
2: cool.
1: Redraft, I'll,
2: take him, I'll take him, like, super late. like Once I got my lineup filled, yeah. why I receive a three or a flick, something like so you're gonna that. you're going to
1: take him, like, in the ninth then, Jor? Maybe. Okay. Yeah, i will okay. probably take him in like, the 12th, 13th. Okay. Yeah, he, he gonna be gone. I'll take hey, I'll take
0: Ty Hill him. and Bayley. That's how about that?
1: Yeah, we know that for sure.
0: I I don't want to spend too much more time on them. When we get to the wide receiver episode, I'm pretty sure we'll spend an elaborate amount of time on them. So today, man, we just gonna uh start off with our rankings because uh, just to get a. a a base of how we feel about certain players. We're going to start off with today, episode number one, the running backs. We're going to try to get through as many as we can today. And when we don't finish today, we're going to finish tomorrow. Y'all fellas ready? Let's get it. All right. All right. So uh, we're going on our consensus rankings right now. Uh, You know, 101, we got Saquon Barkley. How y'all feel about Saquon? Nothing really much to say, you know. He had, had
1: 11, 1,198 yards. Third most in the league last year. 688 receiving yards. Uh, he had 107 targets and 87 receptions, man. So this dude was like top five in pretty much every running back category you can think of, man. He's a lock at 101. Right,
2: right. Yeah. Locked in the same system. We already know what's
0: going on with Barkley. Exactly. All right, we go going to get to the next one then. We got uh, a <clears throat> consensus overall number two. We got Zeke. I got him at two. Lowe's got him at two. Jabbar got him at three. How you feel about that, Jabbar?
2: Because he's he just been catching more. And you already know Zeke's going to be used a lot. His, his market share is 85%, 85%, 86% in runs. And he get all 90% of all the rushing yards. And once he start getting more passing, that's they're doing now. It's only going to increase. So i message. Thinking I might put Zeke at one because his offensive line over Shaquan and he's going to get as used as much as Shaquan. And he's in a better offense, so I'm really thinking I'm I'm going to eventually put Zeke number one. But that's the real reason why I got Zeke in front of CMC right there. Well, hold on, you guys, you
0: got Zeke at three, right? Uh, you got Zeke at three,
1: unless you update. Well, the I got league. Zeke. Oh wait.
2: Well, so I'm gonna yeah, have Zeke you, to, you might need to rise him up in your rankings, bro. Yeah, he could be he can be number one, but yeah, he's in front of CMC now
0: for me. I think I think I think I think, man, I was looking at it. Zeke might fuck around and be my one oh one come like August two, man. Like I didn't I didn't really realize he had ninety-five targets last year. Like I thought that's that's a crazy number. And like if that's a floor, if I could put Zeke at ninety-five targets like for the next year, you know what I'm saying? I gotta project him in at least like what one fifteen is his ceiling, and you know he's gonna get close to fifteen hundred uh rushing yards, you know he's gonna get all the fucking uh the red zone, the ten zone touches, he's gonna get all those, man. Hey man. Zeke and Saquon, I feel like that's going to be a talk come training camp once we see, like, how they look in pads. And I think Zeke might edge them out. How you feel, Los?
1: Yeah, hey, I just want to uh, – I think he got 91 targets. I mean, it ain't a big difference, but I just want to,
0: hmm.
1: you know, make sure we get that, get that right. Um, but, yeah, I think it just comes down to just being, like, what you want out of your one-on-one pick. Like, do you want more safe or do you want more upside? Because I think that Zeke is going to provide the highest floor out of – the top four big running backs because he's pretty much guaranteed to lead the league in touches. He led the league last year. Um, and Um, Of course, he still is getting targets. He was the 5th most targeted in the league. But, um, you know, upside-wise, man, Barkley, you already know. If you want to go upside, then that's probably why you'll take Barkley over him. But, I mean, I don't think you could go wrong with either, man. Yeah, I took Barkley
0: in the 101 in our Dynasty League this summer.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right in, in Dynasty, definitely. I mean, he's white. I mean, he's like what, three years younger than I want to say than uh, Zeke. So
0: no, nah. Zeke's only going to be twenty-four when the season starts.
1: Twenty-four, see, two, two years, twenty-two. Yeah, that's
2: a that's a that's a lot in running back years, bro.
0: That is true. He has more. Yeah, he has more running back years on him.
2: But all right, let's then go. And you got to see right. how many them targets was pre-Amari Cooper too. You know, say if it changed, just targets changed when Amari Cooper changed. That might be something to look at, too. Yeah. definitely.
0: That's a good point right there. All right, well, let's go ahead and get it to our consensus number three. We got CMC. I got him at three. Los got him at three. Javar had him at two. I
1: think he got him at three now, too, though.
0: He got him at three now, too. Los, you want to go ahead and talk about CMC?
1: Yeah, man. You know, Um in today's day and age, you know, it's a passing league, man, so you want your running back to have a lot of yards, of course, but you also want him to be able to catch the ball, and that's what uh, CMC does. Led the running backs and targets with 121 last year, he led them in catches, uh, 107, and he had the most receiving yards out of the running backs with 852, and he also provided top four rushing yards with 1,080. So I mean, honestly, you really I really wouldn't even argue with anybody that wanted to take him number one overall. Like if you're paying any type of PPR format, then case can't be made for him, man. It wouldn't be my choice. But, uh, I can't argue uh, with you. Oh no. I wanna I, I want I wanna believe
0: in Christian McCaffrey but, and I do believe in Christian McCaffrey no, no let me let me not say that I don't want to believe okay. in him. But like um I don't I'm just saying as far as one oh one, because you know, I like at, I don't believe in Cam this year, but we'll talk about that later. And uh, so it's like I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. What's the real
1: reason? Game? What's the? (laughs) (laughs) Hey,
0: I I was the same way, bro.
1: I have no share. I don't have any shares of them. I don't want. I
0: don't want any share. I'm gonna stay away from them.
1: I hope. I I I I I take shares on now, definitely, bro. He done proved to me that he can play, bro.
2: Multiple years
1: know?
2: in a row, right? Yeah. We'll see. Guy game. <laughs> you got
1: anything else, Jabar? Nah, I'm good. Y'all said everything.
2: All right. Who we got? We got coming in at consensus
0: number four. We got Alvin Kamara. Uh, I got him at five. Los got him at four. Javar had him at four. Everything still the same, fellas.
2: Yep. Yeah. All
0: right. Right, yeah, my bad. Yeah, I mean
1: Kamara, I think he's definitely big part of that big four at the running back position. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think mainly it's because of the shift in the red zone usage. Um, you look at the ten zone carries; he had the second most uh, ten zone carries with thirty three, and he had the second most ten zone touchdowns with uh, ten. So he's right behind Gurley in that mark. Um, he only he only got fifty percent of the carries, which I think that's a trend that's likely to continue this year. But uh, he's very efficient with you know with his with his touches that he does get. Um, he was the most efficient last year with, um, well he was behind Kyle check but I really didn't count him um, as in terms of usable fantasy players. He was the most efficient with one point one yards per touch or fantasy points per touch.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: I mean, he's about as consistent as um, it could get. Yeah, finish Aubrey one
0: sixty percent of the time. Yeah.
1: So, I mean. I, I wouldn't be mad
0: if, if y'all if y'all if everybody else had Alvin Kamara at four. I just feel the way about Melvin Gordon. That's all. I'll tell right. I feel mean, you. Yeah,
2: uh, one thing about Kamara, he get that ball in the end zone and yeah. touchdowns are gold. Yeah, so, he, so he got 18 total, mm-hmm. and that's really what made him number four. So he, he keep getting that roll, that 20, 20 yards and 10 yards and under. He get the ball thrown to him or he rush get money getting in on. so well, that's so, why I take that. I think,
1: uh, when I really bought into Camera Man, because I'm really not a big fan of like the smaller backs, but when I found out that he weighed the exact amount as Mark Ingram, I was like, What? Wait a second, like he don't look nowhere near the size of him, bro. Like, how's that? I, don't
0: have, no, I, I didn't even know he,
1: I thought, I thought. Some great yeah. ass facts. <laughs> I, I, like, I looked it up and it it was right. I was like, wow, okay, well, this guy's legit, bro. He's I don't know what the fuck's going
2: Damn, on.
0: That's a big ass niggas.
1: Jesus. Yeah, bro.
0: G5, bro. Well well back to to, to 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 Javar's point about the touchdowns. Um that brings me to our consensus number five, uh, Melvin Gordon. I got him at what I got him I got him at four. Lowe's had him at six, Javar had him at seven. All right, I feel the type of way about Melvin Gordon, like I was saying earlier, because if you look at the stats, his stats are not too far off from Alvin Kamara's, and, and Alvin Kamara played four more games than him. In uh, 2018, uh, Alvin Kamara had 194 rushing attempts, and Melvin Gordon had 175 rushing attempts. That's not that's what twenty a, a game off, what mm-hmm. one game one game away. So that's like that's saying a lot to me. And the yards were only t- he had two more yards than. Uh, he had two more yards than Alvin Kamara. He had four less touch, four less rushing touchdowns. So I feel like if he would have played the whole year, he would have blew Alvin Kamara. Like that's that's what I'm really getting to. If Melvin Gordon gives me 16 games, a 16 game Melvin Gordon is going to blow Alvin Kamara's stats out of the water. that, that is what I think. I think the the offense and. And San Diego is meant to go as far as Melvin Gordon goes. I felt like once Melvin Gordon went down, the offense started slowing down a little bit. And I feel like, I mean, we can't predict Melvin Gordon being um, like injury free. And I know that's what y'all guys going to say, but like, man, if that man can only just give me 16 games, he was on track last year to fucking like beat, Ty Gurley for 101. You know what I'm saying? We'll be coming to the. If, we, if Melvin Gordon played 16 games last year, we will be coming into this year and saying Melvin Gordon needs to go 101. And I think Melvin Gordon, by the end of the year, Melvin Gordon to be in y'all top three.
1: Yeah, I mean,
2: as far as. You got anything, Javar? I mean, it's possible, but, you know, he got to play them games. He got to play them games. He a violent rusher. so – I see him, you know, getting back in similar predicament,
0: you know. They came in the cap looking shredded, though. And then he in a contract year. You know, he got he He's playing for a check. You know, running backs, this is probably going to be his last big check. So I feel like, hey, man, he going he gonna to leave it on the field. You know, yeah, I, ain't, I ain't no Chargers fan, so I don't give a fuck if he's, you know what I'm saying, get hurt out of that motherfucker. As long as you get me to the playoffs, baby. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah i mean I don't, I don't think anybody ever like had any problems when it comes to his talent man like this dude like he he had eight 10 zone touchdowns or eight or eight total touchdowns i think he had like three receiving touchdowns and five rushing touchdowns from the 10 zone so he's you know you know when they get to the red zone they're going to use him a lot like he's i'm it seemed like he scored a touchdown every game last year. Like that's, Damn, that's weird, bro. Like I've never seen that. Like you know, when they get to the ends to the red zone to the goal line, he's getting the ball, bro. Probably two times at least a drive. But um, I mean the only thing that I can't just I can't put him at number four is I gotta just I just have to take a couple games from him away. Like in three out of four game uh, four years, he's missed at least I want to say two games. So I mean it's kind of hard to put him in the top four. When, if I if I projected him for 16th, then I wouldn't have no problem putting him in there because I do think that he's just going to be used more than Camara Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, Camara the Saints just don't have a workhorse. They've never had a workhorse back. thing back to, like, when Pierre Thomas was still out there. So, I, I, I think he's going to be used more. And, you know, volume is king, but, I mean, we just got to deduct two points kinda. from him, and that, that pushes him down my rankings. I mean, to still have him at six though, is, just shows how... My his talent though, even though I think he's gonna miss some games. He finished the year at six. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Exactly. So you know what like I mean? That. I thought like that's a that's his that, like that's think his about four. that. He
0: finished the year at six and he missed four games.
1: Exactly. Like, and he crazy. you know he and he averaged the third most fantasy points per game last year with twenty one and uh twenty-one points and hundred and nineteen yards from scrimmage per game. So and now that we know what we know about Ty Gurley knee, he would have beat Ty Gurley.
0: You know what I'm saying? And that's what I'm saying. He would have been the one-on-one. But uh, let's go ahead and get to our number six uh, consensus. We got uh, coming in at number six, we got Joe Mixon. Hey. Los got him at five. I got him at six. Javar has him all the way down at eight. So, Los, this is your boy. It's too low,
1: Javar. Too
0: low. <laughs> go ahead and talk about him. Tell him why he's too low.
2: Siobhan? Mm-hmm. Oh, me yeah, man. Really, I just think you know AJ coming back. So once AJ left, they just started really seeing him the ball. Excuse <coughs> and some passes. So I really think you know once AJ come back, how many touches is is going to dial back? Because you know they're going to put AJ, get him the ball and shoot him the ball downfield. So I really see some mixing usage dialing back a bit, and now. We had the breaking news, the new rookie guard, they had drafted. He's mm-hmm. out for the season. How much does that impact him? Yeah. But other than that, I still think he got a great back. You know, he, I think he got a range from six to nine of uh, placing, especially with uh, the, the usage. If he get, like, 17 and five receptions, some games he get more according to James, games of course. But, yeah, that's, that's, that's really why I got him back there. Aj coming back, and I really add Tyler Boyd was proving himself last year, so I see some touches dialing back just a bit.
0: Well, I want to do say, I do want to say that he uh, before you go, Lois, so I do want to say that he uh, he led the AFC in rushing last year, and he had eight touchdowns, and he finished uh, eleven overall. And they got a new offense. The coach is supposed to come in running the. Um, The Rams offense, and I think Marvin Lewis clearly didn't use him to his full ability. He didn't throw the ball to him. And I think, like, Joe Mixon is probably one of our better pass-catching running backs in the league right now. So I feel like if that usage goes up, then I feel like he eats into A.J.'s touches, almost.
2: Well, I really – his usage was at his ceiling last year, if you got to tell me. A.J. was not there. Are so you telling them they're going to use some more than they used them last year with AJ coming back? So, so it's still in was last year to, to a certain extent. You know, I'm saying he, get more.
0: I'm saying he only had 55 targets last year, you know, compared to uh, Ty Gurley, if they coming from the same offense who had, uh, what, 81 you know, targets? Well, Ty Gurley had what? Robert Woods, all the you know the big tree out there and he still got 81 targets. I feel like that ball is going to be thrown it's going to be a live offense this time. It's not going to be that stale as Marvin Lewis offense that that we all like came to like get used to, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be one of those new offenses. The ball's going to be flying all around the field. Joe Mixon's going to be running. He's not just going to be like just getting these little bullshit dump off plays. They're going to actually like run plays for him cuz he can run the route tree. And I feel like he's gonna have a big year, man. I I, I feel, actually Joe Mason probably will be up once the season comes around. I just have to see these guys in pads, you know. How you feeling about all yeah. those?
1: I mean, I covered a lot of it. Um, I like what you I mean, first I don't I don't agree that AJ coming back is gonna bring his ceiling down. Um, I think it's gonna, if anything, get will help his ceiling because people are not gonna be able to stack the box knowing that AJ AJ Green is out there on the perimeter. I still think he's a elite receiver. So I definitely think he's going to take some pressure off of him along with Tyler Boy, who had his uh breakout year last year. Um, I like what uh Gabe said about the targets. Like he Marvin Lewis definitely underutilized them. Uh, if you look at the games where he got at least 50, uh five targets, he had just five targets a game. He uh, averaged uh, almost 18 fantasy points a game. Um he he got under nine he got in nine games he got under five targets he got a 14 uh 14.8 points a game so that's almost a three point like drop per game when he doesn't get targeted enough so if that number can even be six like that's why i got him at five because i think the um zach taylor coming in bringing in that rams offense we saw how Gurley's using a passing game um we saw everybody from that coaching tree like they use their running backs in the passing game so I think definitely think that Zach Taylor is gonna give him a boost um in his receiver production. And I definitely think he's one of those running backs that next year at this time we really could be looking at him as a top three back. Like he he is that talented, in my opinion. And he's so,
0: still young.
1: He's still super young, exactly. Only gonna be twenty
2: three when the team starts. you following that uh Gordon too, Andrew, every year. No, nah, I think he got injured
1: last year for two games. And he still finished the game. Hold on. He still finished the game, bro. He was on my team. So, like, i I follow him, like, for real. Like, the fact that he came in and still, he was, like, beasting after he came back, bro. Like, you know what I mean? He and he's now on team. my team. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. Hey, yeah, I'll do it again, though. I'll take Stefan Diggs in the first, bro. All
0: right. Well, let's go ahead and get to our number seven. Uh, we got coming in at number seven, we got D.J. David, David
1: Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> see, 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 y'all ain't that on that fan, Bruh, I know David y'all knew Johnson. the, I knew yeah, y'all I y'all knew the footballers, bruh, but you see, y'all missed the glory days of David Johnson when he had his own beat. Oh, they um, they oh shout out, Shout out to footballers, man. I think they're going to be singing that again this year, definitely.
0: All right, well, clearly Los loves him. So Los got him at seven. I'm down. I got him at 10. And Javar has him at six. Go ahead. Let us tell him why you love your boy.
1: Well, I'll start off by saying that last year he was part of the worst offense in the whole. Yeah, the worst offense in the whole league. Like pretty Mm -hmm. much nothing else besides him on the team. And you add to the fact that, you know, it probably contributed to the worst offense, but he had Mike McCoy calling plays for much of the or about half of the year last year. And I don't know if y'all watch any of those games, bruh, but I've never seen a running back be giving carries so many times up the middle. Like it's 2018 at the time I was watching that shit. And this dude was literally just forcing the ball up the middle every single time. So they have nothing on offense and your offensive coordinator is not creative at all. (laughs) With all that being said, he still finished as the RB 10. So that tells you his floor pretty much like, Worst offense, worst offensive coordinator, still finishes an RB1. Wasn't pretty, but he got there. Now you bring in um, Kingsbury, who, you know, we don't know a lot about yet. We know he didn't win a lot in college, but we don't care about winning. We care about schemes. And him talking about he wants to, you know, bring – have more plays run. Like he said, some, like, 90 plays he wanted to run. Like, I think that's impossible, but if you bring it down to about 70 – 75 to 80, maybe probably 70, 75. He's already going to have more chances there. And even if the offense is a upgrade, which is going to be pretty easy to do since they were the last offense last year, that's also going to give him another chance. Uh, You know, he wants to have that, uh, that, you know, he has that 2000 all purpose yard goal of his, even talking about that for about three years where he wants to get a thousand rush yards and a thousand receiving yards. This very well may be the year that he can do that, man. Um, if anything, he'll get closest closer to that 2016 historical mark where he had twenty one hundred yards from scrimmage, led the running backs and targets, led in catches, yet led in yards and touchdowns. So he was pretty much like a CMC that with like that's ten times better rushing the ball. Yeah, so, so, so me me just talking, bro. I'm, guy, I'm too low, bro. I might need to move this motherfucker up. <laughs> so
0: yeah, I mean that would have like worked on a lot of people. I'm not gonna lie, you did sell him really good right there. But I just want to say you ain't buying. I, I ain't buying. Not at not 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 at seven. Ooh. I ain't buying. I ain't rolling. I just feel like I just feel like David Johnson. We 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 keep talking about these glory days, and we <laughs> and we already fucking said that running backs you know what i'm saying have a, a expiration date pretty much you know and david johnson is getting older he he hasn't gotten younger and you all to keep talking about 2 years ago and i feel like those those top 3 days might be in the past they might be in that rearview window you know i feel like i mean i wouldn't be surprised if he finished top 8 but those top 3 days might be out of the, out of the way you know what i'm saying and what one thing about the new offense that i'm scared about is like i know you don't care about wins and losses but cap He ain't never won. One. And two, they still have that same sorry ass offensive line. They haven't done anything about that. And they're going to have more people in the box now because last year he only dealt with eight, like eight men in the box 24% of the time. But now that he has his running quarterback back there, we don't know if Callum Murray is going to be able to throw the ball in the NFL. How is he going to deal with, let's say, eight men in the box? 30% 30% of the time, you know what I'm saying? 35% of the time. Like how how you like they're gonna be in your ass, you know what I'm saying? Pause.
1: Yeah, I feel you, man. First I didn't uh, I didn't say three. I say I didn't say three. I said I got him at seven. I think I might, I mean, it's possible he could be tops I might move him up one spot. I do think it is some it is some concerns, you know. What I mean, that's why I, I don't think I can rank him in the top three. But also another thing I wanted to add before Javar went on, like he uh even though it is two years later. If you remember, like the year after he had that historical year, he uh, broke his wrist. The, I think he broke his wrist in the first game, so he missed that mm-hmm. whole year. So you think about him pretty much getting a whole year off. Uh-huh. But yeah, you go ahead, Jamar.
2: Well, let's, I'm just saying, uh, David Johnson is 27, Melvin Gordon is 26, and both have been in the league four years. So take that age somewhere else. You high on Gordon, below on David Johnson, and they got the same wear and tear. But man, his was music- that? Was that- what was that? Uh, oh. David Johnson and Melvin Gordon. Okay.
1: You said they had...
2: David Gordon. I mean, Melvin Gordon is 26. David Johnson is 27. They've been in the league. Both been in the league for four years. Oh,
1: okay. okay.
2: So, the age stuff don't matter right there. Uh, Gabe. At 27, but,
1: it doesn't. Not, I mean, that's when the decline kind of starts, but it, you, you can still get some pretty good rushing this or, guy,
2: out of a 27-year-old. This guy usage from this team. It's 80% in rushing attempt yards, touchdowns. You know, you target it. 75% from the running back position, and you get 100% of the TDs from the backs on that team. And, uh, PPR, half PPR, give me that back that's going to run and catch, and he's very shifty, getting me open space, and I'm buying, because it's going to be none but space in that spread offense. <laughs> so, Ain't no exactly. stack in the box on, 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 day, on, on our DJ. He's going to go get this money while Gabe Adam at 10 going to mess up his whole sheet, his whole rating all year. Put that man up there at eight or seven or something. He's,
1: He's going to be real go. mad when he can't sing that David Johnson theme song. I'm, I'm just am tell you right now. <laughs> and he,
2: and he oh, you Jordan done. got the Michael Jordan crying me, or the D-Rose
0: John, boy, you better act like you know. Anyway. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah,
1: you better act like y'all know. Y'all better start playing. I'll point out that he does have a 105 uh, ADP right now, so he's he's – ADP's been <laughs> running.
0: Ew ew, 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 David sorry. Johnson's ADP is at 105 right now?
1: Yeah. That is gross. Yeah. All right, let's get to I'm our sorry. next. He's player. going one spot ahead of Gordon. That's gross.
0: Let's get to our next player. Uh, we got Le'Veon Bell. It's LeVar's boy. So, you know, Lavar got him ranked at at five. <laughs> I got him ranked at eight. And Los have him ranked at ten. So without further ado, let's get to you, Javar.
2: Well, you know, I understand why everybody low on Bell, but let me tell you this. You need to get rid of that thought process. And the worst offenses in the league, Barkley went number one. DJ went number ten, so it goes to show you, you know, if you' elite and you got talent, <laughs> you're gonna be at least in the top ten. If, and I believe Bell got better talent than DJ. DJ because of body size, and then he just got signed that contract. Follow the money. Bell is gonna get all the carries, all the rushes in that offense. They got a great defense. They gonna line up, play good defense. And run the ball and give it the bill. And let uh, the quarterback, second-year quarterback, talk for the little bit. But he was arguably the best player two, three years ago. Now, I'd so he you know, took a healthy year off. He went hurt last year. He took a healthy year off. He ready to come back and play. Plug him in. Top five, Dead or alive. Let go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I like it. I like it.
2: What you got to say about it, Lowe's?
1: Um... I mean, I got him down like when he was playing with the Steelers, man. You got to think he had to arguably one of the best offensive lines. So he was able to, cause he has a very special style of running uh, where he, you know, is real patient. Like, like I, like I admit, I never seen a running back run like him, bro. Like the way he's just like super patient behind the line, just waits for his blocks to to take shape or whatever, and then he just takes off. um, but the fact, you know, he's going from that offense, that offensive line to the Jets, who uh, um, PFF had ranked as the 25th best um, offensive line last year. Um, I don't have the acquisitions in front of me, but I'm pretty sure, I don't think they invested too much in the offensive line this year. So that's one red flag. Um, then you think um, you had the fact that uh, Bell, on the previous, I know he took a year off last year, but the, year, the two years before that, he had a league high of 742 touches. Like he was almost averaging 400 touches a year. So you think about that wearing tear, like, I mean, and he's not, and he's been injured a couple of times throughout his career too. So you got to think that's another red flag. Um, But with all that being said, I do believe in Bell, and I do think that he's going to get fed ball. Like nobody else, of course, is going to threat him, um, be a threat to his touches. And he's one of the best receivers in the game, uh, receiving running backs in the game also. You, you know, he wanted to get paid as a receiver. That's why he's not with the Steelers now because they weren't about to pay his ass like a receiver. But I think he had a fair argument. He is one of the best receiver running backs, like receivers, period. I think if you would have took just his receiving yards that last year he was with the Steelers, like he would have been like a wide receiver too. So I kind of feel him on that. But with the red flags in place, man, I I just got to see it. First man, to, for me to—I'm not saying I'm gonna have him at number ten on a weekly basis, but in terms of finishing the year, I think ten is about right for him. Without a new scenery and um the red flags I mentioned. All
0: right. so I think I'll wrap it up about him. Uh, so we we, we talked we spoke about him getting a lot of touches, but I think we can say that about like a lot of running backs right now. Like, okay, they get a lot of touches, but the question is, is he going to score? That's that's my thing. Is he going to score? Fun fact about Adam Behold Gase. If you didn't know, for two years, guess how many touchdowns Adam Gase scored in, uh, as as a and Adam Gase's offensive score? Can you guess? In no. two years. In two years, bro. In two years, Adam Gase scored 10 touchdowns, bro. <laughs> that is laughable. No. You know what I mean? That is that that's literally laughable. This thing, he scored 10 touchdowns. And, and y'all really high on, and people that's high on uh king and drake i feel a way about that too but we'll get to that later and i mean and like you said before lones uh he's running behind a, a way less offense of line right now and i just i don't know man you
1: say top five dead or alive i said you're gonna have to show me yeah you know people gotta realize too like you know we we still this is our first episode we're starting off so it might be a time, you know, in the rankings where you see a little bi- somebody a little too high, but you got to realize it might be a little bias in the rankings, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, me, myself, like, and, you know, I had Aaron Jones down at 20, and, you know, but when I traded for him, somehow he jumped all the way up to running back five, so. <laughs> 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 now nah, i just <didn't> play. <laughs> I wanted to put him there, but nah, nah, nah. I'm just
2: playing.
1: That's not bad, man. You can have him at top five. I, I, don't, I mean, I wouldn't put him there, but I can understand why somebody would want to put him there. Uh, yeah. It's, we'll see. I mean, like you
0: said, it's only June. They haven't exactly. even put football pads on. So once training camp starts and, like, you know, we get, like, actual content and we just not just, you know what I'm saying, talking about last year, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, the, the rankings are definitely changed. It's so probably preseason
1: are, for me, man. Probably preseason. Yeah, right? pre-season. If I see him running preseason and he looks anywhere close to what he was doing in Pittsburgh, man, then I'm definitely going to rise but up. Until like
0: week three. So if I see him in pads and they not and he ain't got hurt and you know what I'm saying that's all I care about. If you at practice, you got pads on and you practicing, that mean you ain't hurt. So I just yeah, like, you got to practice, bro. You got to be at practice at training camp. You got to learn off. You got if you at practice, if you don't get hurt, then then I rock with you. Then I'm so you better hope you better hope
1: Lindsay that boy. We'll talk about that another time, listeners.
0: But all right, let's go ahead and get to uh, number nine. We got the infamous, the the I would say the Fallen Angel. Talk of man. the fucking offseason, man. Jesus Christ, like the fall. This man went from number one to like oblivion right now. But we man, got I Todd Gurley. Got- I got him ranked at seven. Javar got him ranked at, where you got him ranked, Javar? Javar got him ranked at nine. Lois, you got him ranked at eight. Man, talk about a fall from grace. Go ahead and start us off, Lou.
1: Yep, yep, yep. Definitely, man. It's just, I mean, we all heard about what happened at the end of last year. He started off, like, super fucking crazy. Like, he was on pace to, like, shatter, I think, pretty much he was on pace to shatter DJ's historical 2016 year. But then, then the knee, the injury happened. And that's <laughs> to the fact that Malcolm Brown was about to dip it was like, nah, hold up. We might need to. <laughs> <you. laughs> we might need you, we might come on back over here for a uh, for a year. And then they also traded up to get Daryl Henderson, who was my number one running back, bro. Like rookie running back this year. Like if he would have went anywhere that he did, he was gonna be the starter, bro. Like he would have been the best rookie running back this year. Like that was how I was feeling. But anyway, uh, you know that's some red flags, so you know they. The days as a workhorse is over, man, like, yeah, like, I want to say 20, yeah, he had 22 and a half touches a game last year. I can see that number coming down to about 15 a game if they really want to manage that workload, if they want to keep them, because they signed them to a left uh, hefty contract, so yeah. they might want yeah. protect, to uh, protect that investment. Um, but even with all that being said, man, I still got him at number eight, because he had the number one – he had the most 10-zone uh, rushes and um, most 10-zone touchdowns. So even with him not getting that many touches that he got last year, he's still going to, like – he's still going to be using the a red zone pretty much every time. So I, I still think, you know, with that coming down, he'll be uh, back in RB1. Still RB1, but like you said, it's a fall for grace, man, because two years straight, man, he was the number one running back. And that doesn't happen at all. Like I want to look at the numbers and see who has finished the number one running back two years in a row. I think he was the, the first one to do that. Or one of the first ones.
0: And if you don't know, he got arthritis in the knees.
1: That's horrible, bro. That's the worst thing you can say to a fantasy community, bro. Like, really, he got arthritis in his knees, bro. No way. It's it's only a matter
0: of time. That's pretty much what arthritis means. It's only a matter of time before you get, like, you just don't know when. But they say he got the stem cell. You know, you never know technology, but I, I just, I.
1: <laughs> you know
0: things, no, uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, Come out here with goddamn just brand new ass knees, you know what I'm saying? Just yeah, yeah, And like, that would be the wildest shit ever. If Todd Gurley just came out and just started getting 25 touches of the game again, like nothing the fuck happened.
1: That was and they crazy. asked him, like, yo, what happened? Like, the, we were everybody was talking this off season, like, you had arthritis and he just says technology. <laughs> 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 yeah,
2: that's
0: just
2: crazy. That's just crazy. you got something to say about Jabari? no I pretty much said it everybody know you know with the new problems and everything well I will say one thing even if you take away like 30% of bro usage I think he's still he's still ranked like uh, 5 or something like that so still it's 30% of his usage go down and, it, and he's still top 5 you know that's still useful back, but I'm oh, yes still sure. just as a as a drive, I'm still just I'm still just standing staying away. Because in top three rounds round, uh, Yeah. It's important. Where
0: would you take a at, Javon? Uh
2: the probably four fronts I, I feel like the first three rounds you need a a for sure thing coming right out the bat at that moment. That for sure thing in line for touches and everything, the first three picks. That's how I feel about the first
0: three picks. Only you know it. No questions about it. So in the upcoming draft we got coming up in our redraft, I got pick number 2 Los Lowe's got pick number three. So just to let you know, Lowe's, I'm not letting him get past three o what three o two. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, it's not yeah. really that three o two. He's off the board. That, that, well, that's that's how. I, feel, I won't be having
1: no girly this year. <laughs> <laughs> I was crazy. just about to say that, bro. Like I would, love, I would love to have two receivers, and then to have girly
0: Yeah. Insert Insert Dave Chappelle. Give it to me, baby. Meme right yep. here
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though, like, you have the 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 knee concerns or whatever. Like, if you have two stud receivers and you could get to look at girly also as your running back, one, bro, you're gonna be like in heaven, bro.
0: It, but I, if you can tell I think Ty Grilly gets ten touchdowns this year. And I will take that. Yeah, As, yeah. That's uh, ten easy. touchdowns, I'll take that. That's easy. Yeah, fourteen they, from the ten zone last year, bro. Like exactly. I'll take that. I'll take but that. But let's man. go ahead and get let's go ahead and get to our number ten. Uh we got coming in number ten, we got James Conner. I uh Javar got him at ten. I got him at eleven and Los got him at nine. Javar, you wanna start us off about James Conner? Well, you
2: know, James kind of came out last year hitting on all cylinders, looking good, looking fine, and towards the end of the season, a man kind of wore down. So just throw some numbers out there, he had like 12 TDs, uh, 20 plus rushing on, on one attempt. He had nine of those, which you know, that's that's, that's real good. And then uh, his his yards per carry was 4.5, so Dog, dog was out there balling so you know i can't go wrong with that but he's smaller back and i just feel like with the draft picks from last year and this year i feel like they just want to dial some of his uh touches back just so he'll be fresh towards the end of the year so that's why i i, I got him right here and he's probably going to fall even more coming out with all the news he even you know said himself he going to lose some touches and and spread the ball around some more. So, he might be falling out of my top 10 at this mm. at this moment. But, yeah, you at least got to have him in the top 15, behind that offensive line, and uh, Juju out there, at wide receiver, and Big Ben, anything's possible. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck Big Ben.
0: But,
1: <laughs> I um <laughs> right. He led me to a championship last year. Hey, Ain't he actually nothing about that. Oh, sorry, bro. I had like, you, you
0: know how to throw that in there, man. I didn't even know how to squeeze that shit in there. But, I mean, I feel like – I don't feel like James Conner is going to lose those touches. I feel like that was bullshit. I don't believe – I don't buy none of that shit that they sell. He He's a good teammate. Yeah, he a good teammate because Steelers ain't never had no real RBC like that. But um, I feel like anything running behind that offensive line – I actually might be too low on them right now at 11 because I'm now that I'm looking at that offensive line – I don't know, man. You can't, you can't, you can't go wrong with James Conner. I might be actually too low on him. I can see him moving up my board. I might be a little too high on another player. But what you got to say about him?
1: You can't go wrong on any Steelers running back, bro. Yeah. Like, this. The offense bad. line is great. The offense is great. Everybody that's been back there has done great. Like even when Jalen Samuel stepped in last year, like he was five, right? Like he, he was. Putting up double-digit points per game with her. I think he started like two games. Um, of course, like so. So, Gerard, you said he was he was balling last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know why, right? Because that offensive line, bro. That's that's you know that's part of the reason why I don't think Bell's gonna finish. His and uh, anyway, anyway, anyway. Uh, he, had, uh, he, was and he was tied for fifth in fantasy points per game with ninety-two point four. 1,400, he uh, yeah, had 1,470 all-purpose yards, so he's def- uh, he definitely was the workers last year, and like Gabe said, I can't remember a time, like, with all these new committees coming out, man, like, it's, like, literally pop, like, it's not even bad when you have a, a backfield with two running backs now, like, you got teams out there to point three running backs per game, man, it's just like a nightmare now, but anyway even uh, one four yeah they're one of the they're one of the few man, that deploy a work that has deployed a workhorse back for as long as i like, remember whoever's the next man they're deploying the next man up mentality man so i think they're gonna make one guy the guy and you know i think whoever's making that decision thinks like me man because i think that running back is like a is a, a rhythm position man like you can't just come in there and get 10 touches a game and expect the running back to be put up consistent numbers man you got some some running backs gotta get in rhythm You know, and you get rid of them by getting a lot of touches. And that's what they do. So I think he's going to be – I got him at number nine. Definitely think he'll be a RB1 this year. Um, That's really pretty much it, man. All
0: right. I I don't have nothing else to say about him. I think our next player we got coming up is going to get a lot of touches too this year. He's probably one of our most controversial players, I would say, in our consensus top 11 right now. But I don't think he's that controversial. Uh, we got coming up at number eleven, we got D Will, Damian Williams. Javar got him at eleven. I got him at twelve, and Lowe's have him at
1: eleven. Who wanna yo,
0: start? This? Yo, when? yo,
2: you go ahead,
1: Javar.
0: Okay.
2: Well, you know, D Will came in towards the when Hunt went out. Again, he was eating like a dog, just bawling out there. And I, I can't deny that. But that was also part of the offense and that was on and that wasn't for the whole year. And when has he ever had a lead role through the whole year? So the reason I think they signed Hyde just to take a little bit of that workload off. And we don't see Hyde start a whole year for teams and play through teams. And he's not the greatest. But, you know, if you put Hyde in there, he's going to get the job done. He's a vet. And that's all you need in an offense. Anybody plug anybody in. So with that, you might get, like, 70-30. I see the split or something like that. 75-25. Maybe even a little bit more. And that's, yeah. that's really why I got Steve Will right there and outside of the top 10.
0: I don't know, man. I, I feel like Damian Williams has proved to somebody in that Chiefs organization, probably Andy Reid, that, that he is the running back to be
2: there because
0: they could have went out and got one of those David David Henderson running backs like Los was saying was his top three running back. Yeah,
2: All right, They need a wide receiver, bro.
0: I mean, yeah, but they needed, yeah, you're right, and they didn't have a lot of draft picks, but they 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 could have got one. Andy Reid offense, if he wanted, if he didn't believe in Damon Williams, I think he would have traded into. He could have got, they could have. What I'm saying is, they could have got one, but he yeah. didn't. They went and signed Carlos Hyde, who who I don't know how Lavar thinks he's still a good player. I think he's a bum because he, <laughs> <laughs> he loses his job. He lost his job in 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 Cleveland, then he went to uh, Jacksonville. And he was a
2: he bum down there. <laughs> but D Hey man, he lost yeah. to a bump. <laughs> he like
1: I think D will had more stare. games in six games last year than D will had in the like, last two years. nigga. Yeah. It's close. I want to say it. it might be
2: true. I feel all like right, we getting hype over four games. I'm
1: getting hype and over and they- offense. Fuck four games. Well. I think well, he, he did start from fourteen to seventeen. But if you add in the division divisional game and a conference game, that brings it up to a six. So that's more that's a more respectable um, yeah. sample size. I feel like right. in the four in weeks fourteen through seventeen, he averaged nineteen points a game. When you add in the fourth uh, the divisional and conference game, that number jumped up to twenty two points a game. Holy so you know what I mean? Like this just proves. That you gonna produce, any running back is gonna produce in any re system. If Carlos Hyde was the starter, he would produce. Like he would be in my top twelve also. Um, but it don't matter who you are, man. Even though you like you think Carlos High is more talented, if you don't have a job, he's not gonna um he's not gonna be a threat to his touches. Uh the Chiefs are another one of those teams that deploy workhorsemen. Um they might they they mix it up a little bit more than the Steelers do, but I want to say that the running backs, the starting running backs, get about eighty percent of the share. Um, and then, if you have any, you know, concerns about his talent, you look at Spencer Ware and his eleven games where he received at least seventeen touches. I use that number because that's what Damian Williams averaged last year um, in them six games he started. He averaged twenty-one points a game. When he uh, When he got uh, seventeen, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He averaged sixteen points a game when he averaged seventeen touches. In um, the four games where Charkandrick uh, West, you go back three years when he was a rookie, he got four games. He started, he averaged 21 points a game. Give it to me, baby. So, yeah, so it don't matter. Whoever's starting, I want that guy on my team. <laughs> I don't I, care. He's going to be Damian Williams, so that's why I got him at number 11. Yep. Yeah. I think that's pretty much it. everybody. else got
0: anything to say about Damian Williams?
1: No, sir. Uh, thanks, LeVon, for those two firsts. <laughs> <laughs> like I had to go ahead and I had to ship them off. Give it to me, baby. Damn. All right. But, goddamn. All right. We're
0: going to go ahead to our number 12. We got that number 12, Leonard Fournette. I got them at number nine. I think I'm the highest on them right now. Losi, you have them at 14. And Javar has them at 15. Man. Is that one now? I want to go the bottom gate. All right, all right. So, like, like Los was saying before, I might be a little biased because I live in – I live in <laughs> – it's not even biased because I don't even think I have no shares there. I think I traded my shares away from them. No, you traded them, honestly. No, nah, I traded them. Got I, do, trade. I got him in, in a new league. I just drafted them. In the fourth, might I add you. But anyway – but I'm so high on Fournette pretty much, because uh, I live in Jacksonville right now, and I listen to a lot of sports radio. So I listen to, you know, Jacksonville Jaguars radio, even though I'm a Falcons fan. Rise up! Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> don't want no to ball, get, don't want to ever. Oh baby,
1: we go on this oh, shit. Fuck the oh
0: wow, I don't want to ever get it, you know, fucked up. But I, the Jack, but Leonard Fournette, they took all his money away from him. He's in his contract year. He showed up to mini camp slimmer and look like he's been actually putting in the work this off season. He came in the mini camp smaller than he's ever been. Let's see how he comes in the training camp when the pads come on. He is literally has no competition in the backfield. They signed Alfred Blue. Ooh. And a, you know Alfred Blue and they signed um uh Rayquell Armstead in the draft, which is a yeah. sleeper. I think y'all should go get him. But oh. we'll talk we'll talk about that later. Um but he, he, he literally has no threat to the throne. And my philosophy on running backs is follow the opportunity. Whoever has the leaf path or resistance to the opportunity, that's the player that I want on my team. And if, if Leonard Fournette goes back to anything close to his uh, rookie year where he had 48 targets and where I see he could get, what, 55? If he gets 55 targets this year, I, I don't see how you keep him out of Your top 10, you know, I think like he's a steal right now because a lot of people are real low on him. So if you can go buy low on him, I would definitely go try to buy low on him. And a fun fact that a lot of people don't know and what a lot of people look at the numbers, but they don't look at the tape. um, Last year, the Jacksonville Jaguars had four out of five O-linemen down when um, I think they started going down around week 10 where Uh, Leonard Fournette's number started to dip a little bit. and So I just want people to take that into consideration. They addressed that this offseason. They went out and they drafted for the offensive line. I think they signed one or two free agents for the offensive line. And so I think they come back stronger. They got the defense. You know how Jacksonville want to play. it. They want to ground and pound you, Pauls. And so I just feel like, you know, (laughs) I just feel like they just bound for a big year, man. I just feel like a lot of people are really low on him. He's going real low. I might have to, like, adjust my rankings, but – I think y'all might be actually too low. I think I might be right on him. I think y'all might be too low on him. What do you think about him? I don't
1: know, man. I think I got him at the right spot, man. You know, you go back to – all the way back to his high school years, man. He's never played a whole season. And I feel like the cause of that, like – because I don't believe anybody's injury prone, man. I feel like it's certain – like the healthy – the people that take care of their body, man – are, you know, not going to get injured as much as the people that don't. And I think that he's mm-hmm. one of those people. Like, he just – I think he's been talented his whole life. Mm-hmm. So, he kind of probably had got a little comfortable in high school because he was better than everybody. Got a little comfortable yeah. in college because he was better than everybody. And then, you know, when he got to the league, he wasn't so much better than everybody, bro. So, you know what I mean? Like he's like you say, if he did show up in camp, um, losing weight, um, took care of his body in the offseason, man, if he really does lock in this year, I would probably would have him too low because he probably would not miss as many games as he has um, throughout the years. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I still got to see it, man. That's one of those believe it, believe it when you see it type things, man. It's two straight years in the league, man, where he's hurt fantasy owners at the wrong
0: time. Like Javar said earlier, man, that money, you got to follow that money. And that's what, that's what he's after this year. They took all his money away from him. He literally just out there playing, you know what I'm saying? He has to, he has to, you know, he don't have no
1: guaranteed money right now. So he, he got he gotta go get it. And, and he, I would say too, even if he does miss some games, man, like if they use him more in a in a um passing game, he would he'll be a running back once still. Like I think he missed three games his rookie year, and when he got those 48 targets, he finished as the RB eight. Mm-hmm. So it's like I I think the coach is one of those coaches that like that committee thing, bro it's like, why do you not just use Fournette is a back that can be a three down back? He can be used in a passing game. He caught 75% of his targets his rookie year. That's up there with uh, – who was that that I named earlier? Um, Chimera, I think it was Kamara. Somebody somebody up there in the top five that caught – Joe Mixon, I'm sorry. Joe Mixon caught about 78% of his targets. So they catch about the same amount of uh, percentage of their targets, bro. Like that shows you that he can be used in the passing game. Now that yeldon yep, has yeah. gone, that might happen. Yep, We're going to see, yeah. man. And, again, if, if I do see that he's being used more in the passing game in the preseason, I probably will – um, rise him up a little
2: bit. That's sure, you I'm know, they 50 And so, you know, I need net to catch the ball some more. And uh, it's just I got him back there because game script, man. Like, a couple games, you know they're going to get blown out. and he He's not going to score up to his potential. So, <laughs> with that said, that's, that's a real reason with that, that, that offense. And uh, the defense will not really show up last year, so they got a lot of question marks that need to be answered right now. Once some of the question marks get answered, then maybe I can move them up. But he ain't catching the ball enough, and he'll game script back. As of now, mm-hmm. as of now, we don't He basically game script back into that change. Yeah. We're going to be on that tail end. Well, you got one year where teams. he was
1: one year, which is last year, where he was a game script back.
2: Man. One year. I have the year
1: before, done. he wasn't a game script back. That's why he finishes the RBA, because, like I said, he was using a passing game, man,
2: like that. No, 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 no. But that yeah. year, that defense was on point, too. So he, he was averaging, like, 20 and some touches. But when that defense ain't on point, he ain't rushing the ball 20 times. Yeah, but
1: I think so a lot of that, defense, that of, defense... The defensive concerns last year can be contributed to how bad Blake Bortles was. Like, once they... Got down by more than, you know, more than a touchdown, man. I feel like the defense gave up a lot of those games, man, because they knew that yeah. Blake Bortles wasn't going to be able to bring him back. So we'll see what Nick Foles does, man. Hopefully he can uh, – I, th- I think he'll be up, uh, upgraded. Anything it's not hard, it's not hard to be upgraded over freaking Bortles.
0: Anything is better
1: than Blake fucking Bortles. All right. That's well, crazy. Go he the, he's the most, like, like – some pretty good years, bro, fantasy-wise. Like, you finished as a QB1, I want to – like, at least one year, I want to say. just I... You look at him play, he sucks, bro. <laughs> like, how, was <laughs> doing... how was you doing that? That's
0: why fantasy is so amazing, man. This... You could be sorry as fuck, man. I love <laughs> this shit. One, bro. That's crazy. All right, well, let's get to our running back. Where we at right now? Running back number 13. We got – coming in at 13, we got Dalvin Cook. Javar has him at twelve. I have him at thirteen, and Los has him at thirteen. So we're pretty close. We're pretty close. We're not too far off. Uh, you want to take this on Lowe's? How you feel
1: about way About how you feel about Dalvin Cook? Um, he kind of has the same red flags as uh, doubt. Dal- uh, not Dalvin Cook. Uh, Fournette. Um, out of thirty, thirty four games in the league he's played in only fifteen of them. Um, I want to say he had some injury concerns in college too at Florida State. Um, so really, that's that's literally his own, only like red flag, man. Like this dude is a beast when he's healthy. Uh, he average when the games, they did average 15 touches. He averaged 15 points a game. That's almost a that's a well, it is a point per touch uh, point per touch pretty much. Um, he's used a lot in the passing game. I just started watching the Vikings all their games yesterday, and that first game, bro, like I think they started off like two drives passing to him like four or five times. Hey 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 bro, I don't I don't
0: mean to cut you off. I would normally never do this, but some major shit just happened to the, for the brand, bro. What Guess happened? who just commented on our fucking post, bro? Who? Bobby fucking Sylvester. Hey, from the Fantasy Pros. <laughs> the brand is fucking
2: lit. Bobby! hey, <laughs> hey. Come up, Bobby?
0: Hey, let's huh. do I literally listen to that shit every week. That is wild. All right, my bad. I just had, I, I felt like we had, I feel like I had, I felt like we had to put that shit on there. I, I felt like I had to. That's fire. All right, go ahead, Lo.
1: Shit, I don't even know where I was. At. <laughs> that's, that's fire, dog. i, I would think, fire. yo, yo, soon we are gonna be on that or one of us gonna be on that show. You know they be having guests all the time, bro. Yeah, man. Well, like, bro, you know you commented on our fucking page right when we started this shit, bro. Like, this shit's crazy. Remember this. Well,
2: but anyway, I, I feel you though, know, Lo. Cook. He got the talent. He got the offense. He got the quarterback, the receivers to receive, take pressure off. He got the defense to give him the ball so it's all about health and he, he's, he could be said he, he's an elite back because he can do everything he can run and he can catch the ball well so yeah it's all about health with him and uh, that's the reason I got him back there I can't let him drop too far because what if he does play but then I can't bring him up too high because what if he don't play so that's, that's just where i met on Cook yeah right in the middle
1: yeah
0: I don't. I don't feel the way. I feel like, yeah, like everybody else saying. That's why I feel like I'm probably a little too biased on Leonard Fournette because if I feel this way about Cook, I should feel the way about Leonard Fournette. But um, as long as Cook is healthy, he's gonna be. He's gonna finish as an RB one. It's, it's no. I don't feel there's no way why you shouldn't have him as an RB one. But I don't feel like I got him too low. I got him at twelve. So you know, what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's there, cool. I mean, Whatever. I think. I think each his own. I feel like Definitely. as long as you get, uh, you should get Dalvin Cook. Or oh, shit, I got Dalvin Cook, in what that was. Let me draft it in June. Yeah, yeah. So I got Dalvin Cook at two eleven in June. I'm pretty sure about like, um, I'm pretty sure by what's the what's the date?
1: By uh, August.
0: June twenty eighth, seventh. I'm pretty sure by August, Dalvin Cook would be a little bit higher, but. We'll see how that
1: goes. Yeah, I know one thing. Before we move on, he's gone at um, the fifth player off the board in the second round. I'm not taking him there. Uh, yeah, I'll take him in the third, but uh, I'm not comfortable taking him in the middle of the second round. Like. Just yeah, he, but I could be wrong, man. Like if he does put together a full season, he could be up there with the Joe Mixons entering in that elite tier next year. Like he's he's that good too. So yeah, he is that good.
0: I, I'll take him at the turn. I wouldn't say like the middle of the third, but I'll, I'll take him anywhere around the turn. And you know, around the turn from the second to third round mm-hmm. turn.
1: I'll yeah, take him. back of the second, beginning of the third. Yeah, I feel like
0: yeah. You got anything else, Javar?
2: No, I'm good on cook. He gonna cook when healthy. Hey, okay. Boy, boy.
1: Got bars. Uh, okay. Punking. <laughs> all right. We got coming it's in at number <laughs> 14 today. <laughs> all <right>. Hey, yo. <laughs> <That boy's pun.
0: laughs> all right, man. All right. Coming in at number 14, we got Nick Chubb. Hey. oh dog. That's, that, that's that Georgia boy. Oh dogs. No dog. I got him at 13. I got him at sixteen and Los, you have him at twelve. Now looking back at this, I actually we talked about it, you know how you just talk, just fantasy talk. Yeah. I actually felt way too highly about uh Kareem Hunt. So I I don't I don't think I'll have him this low on my next ranking Sixteen is way too low to have him. I actually have like people ahead of him now that I don't think that should be ahead of him. But I'll go ahead and talk about Nick Chubb anyway.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, I disrespected Nick Chubb. I'm sorry, Nick Chubb, if you ever listen to this. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I feel like um, with the addition to Odell Beckham, I feel like that offense is only going to get better. Uh, It's going to take a lot of those eight-man boxes away from him. I think he had, what, 34% of the time he had eight men in the box when he was rushing. So I feel like that's – I feel like that's definitely going to go down to at least, what, 20%. And if you tell me, you know, that can only mean more efficiency for him. Uh, he only had 29 targets last year, but uh, I can see those targets coming up. You know, I feel like Nick Chubb is an efficient pass catcher. He had 29 targets. He caught 20 of them. So it wasn't like he wasn't efficient. I just think that just wasn't how the offense was going last year. But I think the offense would be a lot more explosive this year with the, the new addition to Odell Beckham, like I said previously. Um he finished the year with eight touchdowns. He's going to be one of those uh, rookie running – not rookie running backs, but those running backs who have never reached 1,000 yards. Technically, he had uh, 996 yards last year. So, on that Twitter post, that. Yeah. I'm going to post Nick Chubb because he's definitely going to have 1,000 yards next year. So, I'm locked in for Nick Chubb, 1,000-plus yards, five-plus touchdowns. Yeah, I'm way too low on that's Nick Chubb easy. right now.
1: Yeah, that's an easy lock. 1,000 yeah. yards, bro. Like, he, what, he right. started nine games? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm way, too, I'm way too low on him. Yeah, like you, like you mentioned, he did. Uh, he faced 34 percent of stack boxes. That was the fourth highest in the league. Still, in his nine games, he still finishes an RB one at 55 percent of them he finishes at least a uh, top 24 and 78 percent. So this dude is still going to do work no matter how many people you put in that box. He's like, bring it and that's another I don't understand why they don't use him more in the past game either like he I don't know if y'all remember that crazy catch he had last year bro like in the end zone Baker threw it up to him and he kind of he mossed him he mossed somebody bro like I forgot who it was that he did it on bro but I remember watching that shit like going crazy because I know your boy had him in Dynasty so he definitely had some stock in him yeah you still got him on
0: your
1: team uh yes I do he's not going anywhere
0: (laughs) (laughs) Is there... Hey, just random. How long do you believe in uh, running backs for uh, Dynasty? Uh, I,
2: Honestly, I, I would did. say
0: about,
1: you got, go ahead, Javon. I'm sorry.
2: I get about a uh, for sure thing like a, a three to four year window. Okay. Now, for a rookie, I get, I get about a three to four window, then an uh, injury happened or something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, but yeah, a good three to four, I think, is safe.
1: Yeah, after the fourth year, they say you want to try to get out from under your, your stay running backs. Like, because they still might put up points, but you'll see that decline kind of starting in that fourth year, man.
2: Definitely. The
1: landscape is what it is now, man. They don't want to pay running backs because they'd be breaking down too much, bro. Uh,
2: what what year is he going into? Uh, Fourth, I would have said. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but they said to sell him after the fourth, not before the fourth.
0: And I'm
2: not.
0: I'm not fucking selling Zeke at all. If y'all didn't know, fucking Javar sold Zeke, and he had Le'Veon Bell on his team. That's why he's so high on Le'Veon Bell because he traded Zeke. But anyway, well, uh, <laughs> i have Zeke, I
2: don't to think about Bell. Uh, I got mean, I got Woods back first to second. So about trash could've, could've no
1: sold, care about. You could have sold a, a diehard Jets fan, Le'Veon Bell, instead yeah. of me. But hey, that's water under the bridge now. You did get a lot though. You got carry on two firsts, right? Um, Robert Woods, so.
2: Yeah, wide receiver was looking ugly, so I had
1: to make. I like Carry on this year, man. I think he's gonna be one of those breakout potential players. Carry on our way what's hey.
0: Up?
1: hey, if y'all if y'all listen to fantasy footballers, y'all gonna notice a lot of punt or a lot of like shout-outs We pretty much doing to him. It's all hey, it's all paying homage. Big fans of those guys.
0: Definitely, I still can't get over Bobby fucking responding.
1: I'm yeah. Ready, oh. oh yeah, and also Javar, you're um on the clock in the Scott Fishbowl.
2: Mockery. Oh yeah. You- You know, at 1.6, you know, had to take Hopkins. Can't go wrong with D. Hawk. I'm a boy, man. When I was in Nashville, I seen, you know, Tennessee out there in the same division. So I've seen him at least twice a year. And then some of his games would come on TV. He is a dog, bro. He is a monster out there, bro. Ripping jerseys and everything. He's still mossing The pass, 10 yards off. He's still getting it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right, my bad, you know. Right,
0: you right, know, I bad. love him. guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, are we on? <laughs> we on number 15 now? Oh, come on. Yeah, bro, I think we on number 15. Coming in at number 15, we got Aaron Freeman, Javar. Ooh, what, I'm, what do we
1: got? Oh, whoa, 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 No, Javon, back yeah. for your favorite team, Gabe. Damn. Oh, bro. man. Golly. That's
0: a fail. I'm scratch that. We got coming in at number uh fucking fifteen. We got Devontae Rise Up Freeman. Uh Javar got him at 14. I got him at 14. Los has him at 17. He's the lowest on him. Why do you think why are you so low on uh Devonta Freeman?
1: Um Well, he has uh some health concerns too. He missed 14 games last year. Um and so you don't know I don't I don't know how he'll he'll respond this year. I got him um, I mean it's kind of hard to rank the running backs when they get down past that top 12 mark, man. So yeah. I just yeah. think the guys I got in front of him man have have a little more upside than them. Um but we'll see if he's healthy, man. He can he can definitely rise up, man. Let me see what I got on him.
0: <laughs> I like what you did there.
1: Hey, oh, hey, hey. Hey, <laughs> hey. Um, sorry, six games where he's received at least 16 touches in 2017, he had 20 and a half points. Um, so with Coleman gone, you got to think that's about where he should be at this year is about 16 and a half touches. Mm -hmm. So if he gets that, then I think he definitely will be a a fringe, at least a fringe RB one. Uh, I might have him too low, man. Um, and then you think about the Dirk Carter, I think they're going to be more of a passing team than a running uh, running team this year. Um, even though they did make some improvements to their line, like if it's if they don't run the ball a lot, then it's kind of hard to put them in that top 15. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I got on him. I Well, to combat what
0: you said about uh, if they don't run the ball, so I think they might not run the ball a lot, but Devonta Freeman is uh, 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 better than... A better than average pass catcher. You know what I'm saying? He's in a high power offense. That ball is gonna be moving around. I think a lot of people are down on him. My boy Tags is even down on him because he said uh Dirt Cutter. Uh, you know, his he had Dirt Cutter had Devonta Freeman in the offense his rookie year. I think he had two hundred and forty-eight yards that year with only sixty. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, we're only 60. Only sixty five carries. And I think that was largely <laughs> I think that was largely due to uh Steven Jackson was there. So I just don't want that to be misunderstood. So and the next year as soon as Dirt cut uh Cutter sorry well I can't call him sorry no more because he's on my team. Well as soon as Dirt Cutter left, uh Devonta I'm back Freeman was, <laughs> Devonta Freeman was a RB one. So I think um I think it was you can see RB one. Yeah, the RB one. Let me let me rephrase that. Um uh, so I think, you know, the only thing I'm really concerned about Devonta Freeman right now is just if he stays healthy. I think you, you plug uh, Devonta Freeman in, in that high-powered Falcon offense, not to be too objective. Uh, he's going to be back in that RB1 target. I don't think he'll be top five. I think I got him at his, his ceiling. His, his ceiling probably to me right now is probably like 10. Like I can mm-hmm. see him finishing like RB10 right now. I don't think yeah. he's going to be anything higher than that. But I, I, I ranked him at his floor, which I think is about 15. I think he's a good RB2.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. Our... Where's he going at? He's going in the seventh pick in the third round. Give me right it to the That's about right. I, I think I'd be more comfortable taking him in the fourth, but it depends on how my team
0: looks and how the running um, back looks at that at that at that point in the draft, I think.
1: What you got, Javon. Uh
2: I ain't taking Freeman to at uh, lease Aaron Jones. I might need to play Aaron Jones to find him a Yep. Yeah, that's not, I, got, I got Aaron Jones ahead of him. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, I, I got Aaron Jones I'm going to put Aaron Jones in front of But yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all said everything. You know, we all Fox fans. Y'all hit all seven on, dudes on Freeman. Y'all can be questionable about the OC, but I feel like with the good enough defense, he's going to get a, a good enough volume to run and some passes and some red zone touches to be. Rb two with upside, so yeah, we It's just. Yeah, I think I think I
1: got him ranked at his floor right now too, man. So whenever a player is, you know, coming off a, a season with two concussions, you know, I don't want to be too high on, on him when I'm ranking him next year. So I think 17. Yeah, I got him at 17. Yeah, I think that's a pretty safe spot for him. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, can, it definitely can go up from here, but just got to see it, man.
0: Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see what happens, but um. I want to keep talking y'all ear off. So we're going to go ahead and wrap the episode up right here at 15. I want to thank everybody for listening, man. I hope y'all bear with us. I hope it wasn't too bad on y'all ears. It's our first episode again. Just uh, stick with the wave, man. We're going to get better and better each episode. Uh, follow us uh, on Twitter at our individual um, at our individual twitters uh, me at a o n underscore gabe javar go and tell him yours javar underscore
2: nose javar who javar what underscore nose k n o w s oh oh javar changed the name (laughs) wait
1: a second
0: wait a second
1: second. that ain't your name you know what i'm saying
0: What's your, What's your day? name? All right. Well, go ahead, Loso. Yeah. Right, this
1: is going to seem like I'm kind of biting off him, but I swear this is my name first. It's uh, Loso No. <laughs> 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 Damn, you Yeah, I guess I'm going to change my name to Gabe No. <laughs> nah, but nah yeah, Loso man, so no. no. I'm going to change it to Loso No.
0: And I'm going to change it. Nah, nah, Gabe nah, No. Nah, nah, for, for real,
1: though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, we might need to do that for real let's take that off air but uh and follow follow the brand at fan at fantasy in uh session fantasy in session uh and don't forget the movement hashtag ban those kickers because fucking kickers suck and if you're still drafting kickers in your fir- 15th round gross <laughs>